Today is July 25th, 2021. I just want to let you guys know Terrence Crawford is a horrible fighter. Shouldn't be ranked anywhere. The guy's garbage. Okay, I'm kidding. That's what you would have thought I said, though. When my exchange with Terrence Crawford on Twitter made headlines on World Boxing News. If you want to look at the article, just Google World Boxing News. Terrence Crawford gets ripped. Crawford was commenting on the sensational undisputed title fight from last weekend involving Charlo and Castaño. He said Charlo isn't on the pound-for-pound list because he needs to do better. While I agree, Jamal Charlo wasn't at his best. I'm excuse me, Jamel Charlo wasn't at his best. But he gave us an incredible fight, which I think so far is fight of the year. It was an undisputed title fight. Two guys who both brought their championships to the table, put them on the line and said, let's fight for all of it. Let's leave it all on the line. Undisputed. One champion in the division. Let's do it. And Terrence Crawford has the audacity to come out here and call out Charlo for willing to be great, for daring to be great. For taking the toughest challenge available to him in his division. So I responded to Terrence Crawford. I said, that's what happens when you fight the best in your division. You get into close fights. Something you haven't done at welterweight even though you've been there for four years. Terrence Crawford saw it. Must have struck a nerve because he answered me. Simply said, yeah, I know, I know. LOL. You see, fans of his saw my tweet, saw his reaction, and they came out the woodwork. Backlash came from everyone. Crawford's most loyal fans claiming I'm hating. Some even challenged me to a fight of our own. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Was I out of line? Maybe a little bit. I'm not a pro fighter. But I'm not here to just put kid gloves on and and coddle everyone's feelings and emotions. I want to tell it like it is and tell it how I see it. I didn't say anything that I wouldn't say to Terrence Crawford if we saw each other in the person. I don't think I was disrespectful. I was honest. Terrence Crawford's resume at welterweight is average at best. As far as eye test goes, he passed with flying colors. This guy's on my pound for pound list, very high. He's on everyone's pound for pound list for a reason. Terrence Crawford could fight any style there is. He could fight right-handed. He could fight left-handed. He has power in both hands. He has solid footwork. He's a vicious finisher. He could come inside. He can come outside. You could watch five different Terrence Crawford fights. You're going to see five different styles depending on his opponent. He can adapt to anything. 
The guy is amazing. Jumps off the charts. <clears throat> He's also a dog. You, you see him get hurt. And he turns it up. Watch the fight with Mean Machine. He gets dropped. They don't call it officially. But if you have eyes, you can see. The man gets dropped by a punch. But it's how he reacts. That makes him one of the best in the sport. Whatever you do to him, he's doing you worse. So let's just get that out the way. Because I'm tired of people saying, oh, you're hating on Crawford. You're a Spence fan. Look, I liked Errol Spence. But I also like Terrence Crawford. I like boxing, period. I'm a fan of the sport. This isn't a fan podcast. It's a podcast for fans, but I'm not here to fanboy these fighters. I'm just calling it like I see it. So the people that were upset with my comments to Terrence Crawford, I just want to ask you something. Are you satisfied with what Terrence Crawford's done in the welterweight division? If the answer is yes, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Now, there's a reason Terrence Crawford is pound for pound because he's gone through multiple divisions. The eye test, I already went through that. Incredible. But let's look at his resume through the divisions. At lightweight, he beat Gamboa when Gamboa was undefeated, when Gamboa actually meant something in the sport. That was a war. Go back and watch that fight. Incredible fight. Gave Gamboa his first loss. Much respect to Terrence Crawford for that win. Then he goes up to light welterweight. He becomes undisputed at that weight. But there really wasn't that many good fighters in that division at the time. There really wasn't. His best win was against Victor Postal. A good fighter. But let's not act like light welterweight at that time was some stacked division that Crawford just ran through. Because it wasn't. But he became undisputed. I give him credit for it. He moves up to welterweight. His first fight is a title fight against Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn was a champion after a razor-thin win against Manny Pacquiao. Did, did Pacquiao get robbed? I, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a robbery. It was a close fight. I thought Pacquiao won it. I'm not going to go as far to say he got robbed. But I will say this. The fight took place in Jeff Horn's home country of Australia. Just keep that in mind. It was in Australia. And in the middle of the fight, the referee went up to Jeff Horn's corner, told him, I am going to stop this fight if you can't show me something. Just keep that in mind. That's all I'm saying. These are facts. This isn't my opinion. This is a fact. That happened. Terrence Crawford's next fight. Jose Benavidez Jr. He was undefeated. I believe he was moving up and wait for that fight. But Jose Benavidez Jr. was shot in his leg. I'm not making this up. Jose Benavidez Jr. was shot in his leg. Was told his leg will never be 100% again. The man hasn't fought since. Since that loss to Terrence Crawford. I'm just laying out the facts. That's all. That is true. That's what happened. So we got Jeff Horn. Jose Benavidez, his next fight, Amir Khan. Amir Khan hadn't been in a meaningful fight in three years. 
And that was when he got sent to hell by Canelo Alvarez. Crawford outboxed him. Was pummeling him. And Khan eventually quit. Claimed he got low blowed. I didn't see a low blow. CSI couldn't find a low blow. Amir Khan quit. Terrence Crawford's next fight was against Mean Machine. Not many people have heard of him. Just keeping it simple. Just keeping it real. Not many people had heard of Mean Machine. And he was coming off a draw with Ray Robinson. Ray Robinson, a guy more known for his name than his fighting ability. Mean Machine actually drops Terrence Crawford in that fight, which I mentioned earlier. Of course, it wasn't officially called for whatever reason. He was dropped in much respect to Crawford. He got his ass up and put it on Mean Machine and knocked him out. And Terrence Crawford's latest fight was against Kell Brook. A man who hadn't fought at welterweight in three years. A man who had suffered two broken eye sockets. This is not the same guy that beat Sean Porter for the welterweight title. Now people are going to say, oh my God, you are hating on Terrence Crawford. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you the facts. This is his resume. I just read it to you. If you're impressed by that resume, then it doesn't take much to impress you. The counter argument is, and I will give him credit for this, Terrence Crawford knocked all these guys out. So it shows you put him in there with a bum or someone who isn't the same as they used to be and he makes them look like they don't belong, which he should. More respect to him for that. You put Canelo Alvarez with a bum, he knocks him out. You put Crawford in there with bums, he knocks them out. I already said, the guy is amazing. But my only argument was, we want to see this guy against the other top welterweights in the division. Is that much? Is that too much to ask? And I don't want to hear that, oh, it's not Terrence Crawford's fault. Guys don't want to fight him. Everyone's ducking him. Because there's been many people to call him out. Keith Thurman called him out. They said he was asking for too much money. Errol Spence, we've all known. He's been, they both want the fight. Manny Pacquiao was close to making a deal with him. For whatever reason, he chose Earl Spence. Sean Porter, before this order was even mandated, he had been calling him out as well. But Bob Arum, Terrence Crawford's promoter, has stated many times, Terrence Crawford loses me money. He said Terrence Crawford doesn't do anything to promote himself. And these fights don't generate what the other guys are asking for. So that isn't all Terrence Crawford's fault. But I'm giving him a lot of the blame. Because Terrence Crawford isn't going up to Bob Arum and saying, I demand you make these fights. And last time when his contract was up with Bob Arum, he re-signed. Now, if you really want the fights that 
he sometimes claims that he wants. Why would you re-sign with the same guy who isn't making the fights? Why wouldn't you sign with PBC or why wouldn't you just be a free agent and fight whoever you want? And he's also been on record saying, oh, I don't care about the Earl Spence fight. I don't need that. I'm a Hall of Famer regardless. If you feel that way, that's fine. If you're happy just collecting $5 million a fight, making plenty of money, being rich, that's perfectly fine. Just say it. Say, I don't give a damn about these fighters. I'm rich. I don't care. But when you claim one week, how all these dudes don't want to fight me, I'm the boogeyman. And then a few weeks later, say, oh, I don't need to fight, this and that. I got to call it out. Don't claim you're the best. Don't claim you want to be the best if you're not fighting the best. That's all I'm saying. We all want the best fights possible. I don't know why people were defending his resume or getting mad at me for wanting to see the best versus the best. That's all I'm saying. Terrence Crawford is a great fighter. But we want to see him in there with other great fighters. Hopefully the Porter fight gets made and we can put this all to rest. If it doesn't get made, these questions will continue to be asked, continue to be pushed by fans. And we will continue to wonder what if with the rest of Terrence Crawford's career. He's not getting any younger. He's in the prime now and these fights have to be made ASAP. And I say have to. As far as legacy goes, and as far as how Terrence Crawford will be remembered when he walks away from the sport. Because if he continues like this, he's going to be remembered as a guy who was extremely exciting in the ring. Was very talented, had all the physical attributes, but just simply didn't fight the best in the welterweight division. And I will also say that. He's putting himself in a dangerous position because say he loses to one of these top guys, like if the Porter fight that got ordered by the WBO, if that fight gets made and he happens to lose it, or if he fights Spence and happens to lose without fighting any other top guys, it's not going to look very good because it's gonna people are going to say, you see, he wasn't as good as we thought. Whether that's fair or not, that is going to be the narrative. If he loses to one of these top guys and he doesn't fight anyone else before that to prove his worth, that is the narrative that's going to be out there. Whether it's true or not, people will believe that he was a hype job if he happens to lose. Now, if he fights Porter tomorrow, I would actually favor Terrence Crawford. But I do think Porter is the guy to push him to the limit. And it'll really be a statement if he can get past him. Everyone who's been in the ring with Porter has had a tough fight. And if Crawford can change that, he can really flip the script. He can really turn this narrative around and prove everything he's been saying. I hope we get the fight. Time will tell. That's all I have for you guys this week. Please subscribe on Spotify or any other platform you listen to this on. For those of you asking, it's not available on Apple yet. 
I guess their process is longer than everyone else's. But as soon as it's available, I'll let you know. Thank you for listening. I'm out.